Good morning. It's Tuesday, January the 17th, in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm J.D. Walt, and this is your wake-up call. Entering in this morning, let's consecrate ourselves unto the Lord. Wake up, sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. And Jesus, we belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you. I offer my body as a living sacrifice to you. Jesus, I belong to you. Praying in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today's entry is entitled, Tell Me the Stories of Jesus. Our text is Luke 2, verses 41 to 43. Hear the word of the Lord. Every year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the festival of the Passover. When he was 12 years old, they went up to the festival according to the custom After the festival was over, while his parents were returning home, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem, but they were unaware of it. The Word of the Lord. Now consider this. Every year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the festival of the Passover. The enormity of these simple words should not be underestimated. They tell us Jesus' parents lived by the calendar of the kingdom of heaven. Their every day, every year lives were marked by the mighty saving acts of God on the earth. Next to their breath, their most sacred, common, and practical gift Time itself was scripted by the story of the scriptures. Every year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the festival of the Passover. In this week-long celebration, they would join the whole people of God in a movemental immersion into the story of their 400-year enslavement in Egypt of the calling and anointing of Moses, the slave baby turned prince of Egypt, of the bitter cruelty of Pharaoh and of their deliverance from the land through plagues, the blood-bought Passover of sacrificial lambs and the parting of the Red Sea, all by the mighty hand and the outstretched arm of Yahweh, the God of heaven and earth. Far beyond religious rites, they enacted the story as though it were happening again. This is how an ancient story becomes a living, breathing, present-day reality. 
not by rote religious ritual, but by the repeated realism of regular re-immersion. Not into the doctrine or dogma, but into the very texture of the story itself by eating and drinking, feasting and fasting, singing and telling the story as we, quote, do these things in remembrance of our God. Every year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the festival of the Passover. When he was 12 years old, they went up to the festival, according to the custom. This is how Jesus grew up. This story would become so etched into his memory that two decades later, it would fire his imagination with such a thorough comprehensivity that he would not only reenact the story with his life, but he would reframe it for the whole world. He would step onto the stage not only of history, but of eternity as the incarnate God of the story himself. The Word made flesh, no less, retelling the ancient sequence with his very life. This is the whole point of the Christian calendar, which we frame as the awakening calendar. It was just as the Passover supper had ended that this utterly stunning extension of the story happened. And he took bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and gave it to them, saying, This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood which is poured out for you. Luke 22, 19 and 20. Remembrance. Jesus said something like anamnesis in the Greek or the Aramaic equivalent. We have a fairly anemic concept of remembrance, which can tend to miss Jesus' point. The point is Jesus got so caught up in the Passover festival that the 12-year-old quite literally got lost in the wonder of it all. After the festival was over, while his parents were returning home, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem, but they were unaware of it. We'll go looking for him tomorrow. The prayer, our Father, we keep praying that the eyes of our hearts may be enlightened in order that we may know you better, that I might become truly humble, which is to awaken to the person you imagine when you fashion my inmost being, and that I might rise up into the real life for which you created me. Forgetting what is past, I press on toward this high calling. But for today, let me find myself next to Jesus as he experiences the Passover.
maybe for the first time, watching the awe and wonder on his face, beholding his heart race as he already knows this story beyond knowledge because he knows you. I want to live a consecrated life of simple obedience and extravagant love. Show me the next small thing. Come, Holy Spirit. I am ready to move with you. Praying in Jesus' name. Amen. The question, to what degree is the Christian calendar, i.e. the awakening calendar, shaping your life and time? On a scale of 1 to 10, irrelevant to essential, where would you land today? And how would you comment on that? The hymn today is Tell Me the Stories of Jesus. It is on page 159 of our Seedbed Hymnal, Our Great Redeemer's Praise. And today we're going to sing verse 1, verse 3. And we're going to sing a new verse that has been composed by one of the architects and great engineers of this hymnal, Julie Tennant. So, let's sing together. Tell me the stories of Jesus I love to hear. Things I would ask him to tell me if he were here. Scenes by the wayside, tales of the sea. Stories of Jesus, tell them to me. Verse 3. Into the city I'd follow the children's band, waving a branch of the palm tree high in my hand. One of his heralds, yes, I would sing, Loudest hosannas, Jesus is King. Verse 5. Tell how he rose on the third day up from the grave. How he ascended to heaven, mighty to save. All of my whole life. Now to the end, I will love Jesus, Savior and friend. I remember singing that in my children's Sunday school class. I remember Miss Faye Graves and Miss Dolores Peterson, who were my fourth and fifth grade Sunday school teachers. and. Most Sundays, we would sing hymns like that one, and This Is My Father's World, which we'll sing another day here, but I'm so grateful for those saints and their faithfulness to this great 
story in these great songs. Well, there is a PS today. And there are actually two pretty significant notes that I've written in the afterpiece today's email notes for additional reflection and study. I would commend them to you today. And I'd encourage you to check the links in today's email and uh, go see the awakening calendar. This is this is something that uh, is incredibly rich and profound, and it's shaping all that we're doing in our work. Now, the P.S., I want one more reminder here. This is my last opportunity to invite you to let me know of your interest in um, a prayer and fasting for life and awakening course that I'm wanting to teach if there's sufficient interest. It'll be in March. We'll do it through Zoom. We'll be bringing special guests and a lot of resource to it. But all that to say, in the email today, you can see the link in the PS to take a one minute, literally, it's just three short questions, just to let us know. You're not making a commitment, but we're, we want to know if you're leaning in or not on this before we make the investment in it. So, hey, that's it for today. We got to get to the field and get the seed out. I'll see you out there for The Awakening. I'm J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend. Leave us a rating and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.